0: It's time for the Power Hour of Love starring Charboil and El Bandito Welcome to the Fiesta everybody welcome to the power hour of love starring charball and el bandito hey el bandito how are you doing this week?
1: I am personally excited to have you back in studio for another exciting episode of the Power Hour of Love. We really missed you last week. I mean, having Gamer AF in here was so nice. Thank him so much for coming in and filling in while you were gone. But it's nothing like having the original.
0: <laughs> oh, well, thanks, El Bandito. And yeah, definitely thank you to Gamer AF for trying to fill my shoes. I know they're pretty big shoes to fill, but <laughs> he did a great job. I was listening in. You know, I definitely missed you and the, the Power Hour and and, and the podcast. Hodunk family, but I gotta tell you, man, I had a great time on my vacation.
1: Oh yeah, do you want to tell all these beautiful people out here about your awesome, exciting vacation?
0: You know it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm just so stoked to be back and ready to rock the Power Hour. But yeah, man, you know on my vacation, I kind of drove all throughout Florida, oh, which I know okay. like maybe to some people might not sound like a you know exciting time. You know, whenever people come to Florida, they're just like, oh, I want to go to the, you know a theme the beach, park or the yeah, beach or, or go something. To Disney yeah. or something. Exactly. But I was just like, you know what, I'm going to go check out some am like you know off-road attractions. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We've got quite a bit of them, you know, talking about just, you know, Vizcaya
0: in Miami. Absolutely, man. You know, there's tons and tons of things out there that people just drive by every day. Well, I found this really cool place out in Anya, Florida, which is out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they get Podunk Radio out there. Oh, okay. But man, <laughs> they have this thing out there called Solomon's Castle. Nice. This artist, unfortunately, he passed away last year, but before he passed away, he spent his, most of his life making a a castle out of his house. Really? Yeah. He got these like aluminum plates and stuff and like built up a whole like castle wall and he had like a, like a little uh, a door that opened up like a castle and stuff. And <laughs> like did he have a moat? He, he absolutely. <laughs> did. He even had a boat in his moat. And what's really cool <laughs> about that is the boat is actually a restaurant an active oh, restaurant. Oh, wow. You can, so you can eat on it? Yeah, man. Like, after you uh, do your tour of the castle, which inside he has a lot of his other artistic creations, mm-hmm. you know, it. Uh, you can go have uh, lunch at the uh, the boat in the moat. So, yeah, it's definitely really <laughs> cool. Uh, I recommend if you guys are coming to Florida or if you're Floridians, go check it out. I do know that they're closed from uh, August 1st to October 1st, but after okay. that they're open the rest of the year uh, because the mosquitoes out there get so bad that, uh, you know, they're just like, yeah, we're not even going to be open (laughs) for that time. (laughs) But, man, it was a blast. Lots of cool artwork. And, yeah, I just had a really good time just, you know, checking out some really interesting stuff. The guy was one of those people that repurposes, like, old recycled products and stuff. Gotcha. He'd get, like, beer cans and, like, make, like, a little, like, statue out of it and stuff, but they were it was really (laughs) cool. Some of the stuff looked like it'd be like a horror movie, though, because it was so like kind of sinister looking, but I mean, it was it was was cool.
1: It definitely sounds wild. I mean, it reminds me of two different things. One, the coral castle, of course, that they have down in Miami, you know, where someone built their own castle on their own property made out of coral reef, which I mean, hey, it's probably not super great for the environment,
0: but Sure, sure. at the time, it was pretty abundant. Definitely, man. You know, it was funny. I was mentioning to one of my family members about the Solomon's Castle and they were like, you gotta go check out coral yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely a very um, uh, you know similar and in, 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 uh, artistic thought. But-
1: sure, sure, and it also makes me think. I saw one time out west. Since you mentioned it was repurposed, I saw a guy who would make homes out of uh, tires.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Like whole homes out of tires. Yeah, huh? I think it was in
1: like Arizona or something. He would take these like used tires and he would pack them full of just desert sand uh-huh. and he would pack it and wet it and pack it and wet it and it would make it like super hard. So he could like stack up these tires all the way up and build a whole like structure and then he would just stucco over the outside and call it a day. That's pretty <laughs> wild.
0: I mean, you know what I really like about a lot of that stuff is that it's like, free? Yes. Well that that true <laughs> that too. But it's the fact that these people kind of come up with these ideas and they put yeah. it to action. And I know somebody else. That's like that. El Bandito here, one of his uh secret uh powers is that you know, man, this guy, if you give him an idea, like he'll like he'll make it. You know, he, he's put he's put together some awesome costumes and structures and stuff for me that like are just amazing. So yeah, definitely sorry, El Bandito. I didn't mean to throw that out there. Oh no, it's of,
1: okay. Yeah, no, like, I'm sure all the fans wanted to know that I make you sex costumes all ah,
0: the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, speaking of which, maybe I'm gonna have to take you to this place that I went uh after. After that, <laughs> oh
1: yeah, where'd you yeah. go?
0: It was this place called the Twisted Pickle.
1: Oh, okay, that does sound like my house. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that, that's actually up in Vero Beach. It's a little sandwich shop, man. But I got to tell you, the subs that I got there were amazing. I mean, really? you know me, I've been like kind of on this health kick for a while mm-hmm. now. But I got mine on some wheat bread, man. I got what they had what was called the Mama Mia sub, okay. and man, it was almost like a. Is it like a pizza? No, no, no. It's a sub. <laughs> Spaghetti but, and meatballs. No, and no, sub? no, no. That would be Mama Mia. Cool. Mama Mia. But no, it was man it was it, it had like turkey and ham and then it had almost like a caprese salad on top Ooh, it. so, okay. I liked the, so it know. did have some italian flair hide oh in there, yeah right? man it was it was pretty rocking and the, and the folks there at the twisted pickle were really cool too they dug my fallout shirt and we ended up talking <laughs> about like cartoons and stuff so very fit, cool very friendly staff great food if you guys are up in vero beach check out the twisted pickle
1: you know i gotta tell you you mentioned how much you enjoy things that are free and how much you enjoy a good meal and i have to tell you the funniest thing while you were on Vacation. I binged watch the hell out of this show called I Zombie that's on Netflix.
0: Oh, okay,
1: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've really super cool show for all of you beautiful people out there who may never may not have heard of it. The show entails a zombie morgue director who eats the brains of, you know, murder victims. Um, And when she does, she gains their knowledge and memories.
0: I always just thought that was a joke. you know I'll eat the brain and gain the knowledge. That's cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: So in this show, it really happens. When a zombie eats a brain and then interacts with things in their life, they can have kind of flashes of their memories and things. So she uses it to solve crimes under the guise that she's a psychic. Okay. So very funny show. I won't get into it, but I will say I absolutely loved it. I binge watched all three seasons, thought they were fantastic. Get out there and check it out if you like zombie stuff. Very, very... Intricate story, like lots of different characters and things going on based off a graphic novel, the same name, really cool stuff. But I have to tell you, in one of the last episodes uh, that aired here in the third season, they actually had a pair of... uh, of uh, uh, witnesses to a crime that they went out to talk to, you, and they said, Oh, these two homeless guys were over here in the dumpster, you know? Uh-huh. So they went over and they started talking to him, and the guy's like, Are you guys homeless? You live around here? And they're like, Oh, no, dude, we go to the college around the corner here. We're freegans and we oh, eat out of the dumpster. No here. way, they have absolutely on zombie.
0: They did, man. <laughs> wow, man. And we were just talking about that a few months ago. Look at that. It's already getting into the pop culture. It too. is. It's, it's spreading out there, man. It's like zombieism, it's just catching. Yeah. You know it, man, (laughs) and I know... hits very close to home for all the zombie fans out there. But unfortunately, this past week, we did lose George A. Romero, the uh, pretty much the godfather of the modern zombie movie.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Passed away at the age of 77 after doing such amazing work. You know, all the whole, you know, living dead. Yeah. The living dead. Dawn of the dead. Dawn of the dead. Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of there. And then he even made that awesome cameo in the Call of Duty (gasps) zombie scenario. He was like a
0: zombie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Be, well, yeah. no, you could play as him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you would play right, as yeah. him
1: killing zombies. <laughs> and, uh, it was so cool, like super <laughs> who cool better? guy. Yeah, who Yeah, you know, sure. so uh, it's, uh, sad to lose such an iconic figure, but he gave the world so much, you know, that I'm sure will be carrying on his legacy for a long time.
0: Absolutely. But, man, I guess that wasn't enough, you know, right? It looks like they had to take another classic from us, right? From oh, you know
1: heard. it. Often considered a man of a thousand faces, Martin Landau, who played the the, the disguise guy on Mission Impossible, Yeah, you know, the original TV show. Uh, died at the age of 89. You know, also done tons of great work, won an sure. Academy Award Best Supporting Actor for uh, playing Bella Lugosi, the other man of a thousand yes. faces. Yes, And uh, 1994's Ed Wood. Ed Wood. So, man, yeah. was, <laughs> that, was,
0: that was... That was a heck of a uh, movie there. Yeah. You know it, man. But yeah, talk about, you know, the you know like you said, just a man of a thousand faces, man. Yeah. It's, it's always sad to see these guys go, but man, they lived some really wild oh, lives. Oh, yeah. These
1: guys know? are legends, you know, 77 and 89 respectively. Sure. And and uh, it, you know they they have left a legacy, so very cool. And I mean, w- when you think about the new Mission Impossible series, mm-hmm. like the one, like the ones with. Uh, um tom cruise and everything like that all you think about is like the reveal when they pull some guys face mask oh, off and you, Oh, that guy well that was what martin landau did like he invented that on that show that was his character you, who would always pull it. the mustache off and the goofy eyebrows and you're like oh shit it was martin landau the whole time that's so
0: cool man <laughs> so it's
1: like one of the biggest like kind of tropes from the show that carries on to this day the thing it's
0: like most known for bam martin landau you know it man oh Hey, is it time for us to talk about other people putting on faces? (laughs) We certainly can, considering,
1: if you're a follower of the Many-Faced God, that you were very happy last Sunday night when Game of Thrones premiered with Arya Stark herself. But trying on someone else's face and kicking some ass, taking some vengeance (laughs) in the name of the Stark with with the... just amazing quote, The North Remembers. I don't even know if they could call that
0: a soft opening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they certainly can. That was a pretty hard-ass opening right there, it in my was opinion. was awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely was very good. If anyone hasn't seen it yet, you got to go check it out. And if you haven't seen it yet, take a moment to check out Fantasier.com
0: online. Oh yeah, this is a lot of fun guys.
1: Yeah, now this is something that Señor Boyle found out in the, you know, vast world of the internet's out there and he brought to my attention and what they do is they do a fantasy draft for Game of Thrones oh, yeah. where your players can win points based on your chosen draft picks either committing acts of violence or or, you know being naked on scene and all sorts of different stuff like that so it's very exciting it's very fun and we're definitely going to follow along for the next few weeks oh yeah since this is kind of a short wrap-up season for game of thrones (laughs) and we'd like to invite all of you guys to join us on the draft of thrones Death and death and movies, death and movies. Who will,
0: who die, die, next? Who will next? die next? Who will die next? Who
2: will die next? Porns for nudity and the violence. And the violence with his schemes
3: and stop his
0: power. Who
4: will rule the Iron
0: Throne? Find out next week, find out next week. Never this week, always next week. <laughs> man, now that's the way to get things going right there. I mean, that 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 opening uh, theme for Game of Thrones has become so iconic, man. I've heard so many different versions of it, but I like ours the best.
1: <laughs> no doubt. Well, as we follow along here with the Draft of Thrones, we're going to try not to spoil too much of anything, but we would like to let everybody know who the best draft picks of the week were, who the highest scoring players were.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So we're going to let you know right off the bat. Arya Stark coming in with a whopping 115 points, drafted by Senor Boyle. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Now, I did get first pick in the draft, (laughs) but I have to say I chose Cersei only because I have a personal crush on Lena Henley and I just (laughs) want to do bad things to her. Hey, man. You know,
0: (laughs) hey, that was you at the first pick. You know, of course, my first pick was Arya. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Your
1: first pick was Arya, and I believe your second pick was the Hound, was it not?
0: Yes, my personal favorite. Not that I want to do anything sexy with him, but. <laughs> you know, I, I definitely love his character. I loved him in the books. I was actually him for Halloween one year. Absolutely. So.
1: Absolutely. I know I was Sandor for yes. Halloween one year. So yeah, Talk about a, a combo right there. So. Yeah, maybe one of these days we'll, we'll have to have our own Clegane Bowl. There
0: you go. <laughs> but we're kind of having that right now with this Fanzer thing. <laughs> it's me and El Bandito. Who's in the lead right now, El Bandito? Oh,
1: man. You're, you're a clear 100 <laughs> points ahead of me uh, to, for for not only choosing Arya, but also the Hound, yes. who was also another one of the top scorers with a, a grand total of 35 points, yep. um, who got um, – you, you know, lots of points for cool sure. stuff. We won't spoil for you, he, but you'll have to get out there and check it
0: out. Anyone who has watched the show knows that the Hound has some great quotable lines, and and that that's the thing. Like you said, with some of the witty comebacks and stuff, that earns you points. But yeah. One of the newest things I like is that they earn points for food, which I know at first <laughs> you were kind of like, "That's kind of dumb." But really, I think that was the only thing Cersei earned points in this week, wasn't it? it was her drinking some wine? I'm yeah. sure that wasn't much of a spoiler, right? No, no, I,
1: I, I think that's okay, but. No, what I think is funny is the status power thing. I think is really funny, and one of the coolest things I like about it is you actually lost 25 points this week. Yes, thanks I to did. Sam Tully out there who freaking got demoted to a uh, like shit cleaner. I call him the
0: shitster. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Now we all remember from last season that he went to try to be a maester. Yes. Uh, in yes. that fancy city, what's the it called? The Citadel. The yeah. Citadel. Yeah. yeah.
0: Old Town is the city, but yeah, the Citadel is where he's at.
1: Okay. So they're officially saying like. Since he has to start over to try to, you know, uh, apprentice to be a master, yes. he's starting off with like the lowest job possible, like cleaning toilets and oh. stuff for people. So they're they're classifying him as a demotion from the night night's watch Maester to <laughs> well pff, i gotta shit you, boy
0: i mean pretty much you know there's a lot of there must be a lot of you know uh, violent diarrhea going on at the uh, citadel because
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty epic like poop storm out there but speaking of the epic poop storm holy shit one of the first ever iconic pop like cameos to appear on the show, Mr. Ed Sheeran showing up to sing a little song and eat a bit of, you know, what was that, rabbit yeah, or something, yeah, rabbit, some okay, rabbit. <laughs> uh, yeah, with with his Lannister company, Absolutely. and uh,
0: holy shit, if people lost their fucking marbles over this. I, I have to tell you, Al Bandito. I've been reading a lot of this, man, I think people are just going kind of nuts about this, I mean... Let me tell you the story on why Ed Sheeran actually was on set. Okay. Like uh, Marzi Williams, you know, who plays Aria, sure. is a big fan. Yeah, you know, she's a younger girl, and a lot of the younger girls like him. You know? Sure. It's, it's like the that's new... a
1: lot of the news I saw was people yeah. just
0: being like, hell yeah, that's great. So the the director was like, let's surprise her. You know, with him not even telling her that he's gonna be here. <laughs> so he was in total like costume and stuff wow. and that he was there. So it was a really good hearted thing. Yeah, that's super nice. You know, and and you know, he he's a good singer, so they had mm-hmm. him kind of singing a song and stuff. And and yeah, like the whole thing was was just, you know, kinda really brought some heart to that particular faction that he's in that you're kind of like, oh, you never really get to see that side of this. So I like the scene a lot. Me too. And I I think people are just being real jerks. People are like, oh, it offended me that they're trying to, you know, squeeze in like, you know, promotional stuff. He wasn't singing his hit songs or whatever. He's not going to come out with the game of Thrones single next week. You know, (laughs) it's like, come on.
1: Well, I'll I'll be honest. Not Following a lot of music, you know, in the top 40, uh, I didn't recognize him, me I didn't either. recognize his yeah. song. It, he didn't bother me that he was there, I, th- you know, I didn't think it was out of place. I, I thought it was a very heartwarming scene of Aria getting a chance to see that, like, there's a lot of common people on the ground, you Absolutely. know, and not all these guys deserve to die. But also, I think it says something when you know she says to them, Hey, I'm going to kill the queen, yeah. and they just kind of laugh in her face, yeah, you know, like, yeah, it seems silly, yeah. but uh, you know, it, it, it kind. Kind of hints it, like boy, if she really does, that's going to be a sort of like oh, holy right. shit
0: moment, you know? Well, you know, and just to bring it back to the real, you know, world, real quick too, I hear that Ed Sheeran's been getting so much shit over this that he actually had to close down his Twitter account. Oh my god, because he's just like, this is ridiculous. I went and tried to do something nice, and like people are just being jerks. But dude, I'll, I'll that's tell the you, internet.
1: Yeah, I've heard that Ed Sheeran has gotten so much shit over it, he's had to hire Sam Tully <laughs> to come and clean up
0: his Twitter <laughs> accounts. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, hey, great return of Game of Thrones. I know we enjoyed it. We hope you guys are enjoying it, too. If you don't have it, check it out on HBO, man.
1: Absolutely. Get the HBO Go. Get HBO Now, I think, is a new thing they've got. Um, But I can tell you one thing. I'm excited about the return of Senor Boyle, and I'd like to throw him a shout-out right now with an awesome track I know he's going to dig. Here's the amazing Rando with Castlevania Three.
4: During 15th century Europe, there lived a person named Dracula. He practiced sorcery in order to create a bad world filled with evil. He began taking over the continent of Europe, changing countries from good to bad. The good people of Europe tried to fight off Dracula, but no one was able to survive. No one. Finally, the Belmont family was summoned to battle Dracula's vile forces. The Belmont family has a long history of fighting evil. The townspeople became afraid of the Belmont's superhuman power and asked them to leave the country. Fortunately, the people found a mighty Belmont called Trevor. They built a statue of him. The curse of Dracula has begun. The fate of Europe lies with Trevor. Forever.
3: Dracula! I'm coming to you. My pants is why I walk like that, cause I'm pooping. The Vampire Killer, straight real Dilla, stomping around like my name's Godzilla. The one I'm in, her shell like vanilla, got weapons with the Wazoo. You're going down, you slut monkey, your bloody blood junkie I took out your demons and monsters no you workies. I already ready for my shadow shit, you gotta be kidding me I'm a death killer and I'm in your vicinity, listen to me Just because I got some bad knees, don't believe you'll even succeed I only wanna take it. now I'm jumping there, i swinging and I'm almost there
4: Motherfucker
0: And that was the amazing Brando with Castlevania 3. Oh, that was an awesome track, Senor. Did you like that one? Oh, man, I loved it. That was a perfect pick for my. Epic return, El <laughs> Bandito, man. I got to tell you, I've been hearing that uh, Dwayne and Brando have actually been getting some resurgence in popularity lately due to that new Castlevania show on Netflix.
1: Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah, I hear that show's fantastic. I've seen Brando post online a whole bunch about how faithful he thinks the show is to the lore of the game. So anything that I think passes his test of whether or not it's a good
0: adaptation, uh, I'm guessing is going to be pretty friggin' good. Oh, you know it, man. And, you know, you know, with my time on my vacay, aside from driving all over Florida, I also did get to catch up on some Netflix shows, which, of course, first on my list was the Castlevania <laughs> animated series that they put on there. And yes, I totally agree with Brando. I think it's a great faithful adaptation specifically of Castlevania three, really? like the main character and the different characters that he meets are all related from that game. Oh, So, I mean, he would definitely know best being that he just, you know, he wrote that song, you know, <laughs> and of course played the game plenty of times, but yeah, man, I got to tell you, I love the animation. I love the, the way that they're telling the story. Mm-hmm. The episode, Episodes are only about maybe 25 minutes a piece. Yeah, I heard that. I heard they were a little short. Yeah, but you know what? You know me, man. Like, I have, I, I got to read this book, and I got to do that. you know, I got so much <laughs> stuff going on. Like, I like that little package, you know, sure. where I can, like, watch an episode and then move on. Yeah, but, yeah, because it's like old school half hour shows. You know. Exactly. I mean, everything used to be
1: half hour shows. Nowadays, everything's hour long shows, and you're like, I don't got that kind of time. Exactly, Come on. Exactly, man. You got five you know, kids to feed.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, because, you know, I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it, and it got to the end of the fourth episode mm-hmm. and it was like even before it started I saw something and I was like oh the end of the season and I'm like mm. end of the season so it is only four episodes long oh, okay. which only tallies it up maybe a little bit over an hour yeah. but from what I understand is that when they originally pitched this project it was only it was going to be like almost like a direct to DVD movie oh, so it's okay. kind of like it, it kind of adds up on that time but it's getting so much popularity and people are digging it that I'm sure well actually I've recently heard that they're already approved for a second season nice. and it's going to be like eight episodes long there so go. they're going to be able to really keep it going but yeah the voice acting is really good i definitely recommend you check it out and of course all of our listeners as well
1: yeah i know gamer af was telling me last week that he that he had checked it out and was definitely trying to push me on it and i told him i was like well i'm a little bit uh here or there with the uh, kind of anime style animation and he was like dude it's 20 minutes get past it so <laughs> i'm gonna have to buckle down and actually uh, check that one out because uh, it's just getting too good reviews to pass up. I mean, for it
0: being a video game adaptation, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. that usually right off the bat kind of like gives stuff pretty low yeah, marks. Yeah, a
1: bad, a bad, uh, name, you know?
0: Well, I gotta tell you, though, man, like, I, I think they've really outdone themselves. You know, I don't know which... Com- yeah, I know That's it's good. Netflix, but... So it's, mean- it's
1: better than Super Mario Brothers oh with John Leguizamo?
0: Yeah, just just a little bit. No, it's I'm it's, just kidding. So- <laughs> it's phenomenally better, you so know?
1: So it's, it's better than Street Fighter?
0: Oh, oh psh, dude, yeah. I mean, it's better than Mortal Kombat. Con- it's better than, All is better Cry- than
1: Mortal yeah. Is it better than Blood Rain?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was... Like I said, just just the fact that they're keeping true to the story, and, it, yeah. and it, it's got enough like... I mean, it's violent. It's mm-hmm. got language. I, I don't think it had any nudity, but I'm sure... So it's sure great it could, for kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is definitely not a kid. I mean, it's it's TVMA. It's, yeah, it's yeah. definitely in that realm. But, I mean, definitely the violence and the curse. You know, it kind of gives it like almost like a realistic... Kinda, sure. It, it's kind of like, okay... We all played Castlevania when we were kids, mm-hmm. but, like, now it's like this is a show for us. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not something, yeah, you want to show your son or, 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 I mean, okay, if your son's, like, you know, 14, 15, sure, he can handle it. But it's like, yeah, little kids, definitely not. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's other cartoons and stuff sure. on there that people know aren't for children. But there's another show that I also watched over my break that I definitely wanted to tell you about El Bandito, and that's that new sh- Netflix show, Glow.
1: Oh, yeah. I know. I've heard a lot about this.
0: They say it's based on the old uh, women's wrestling league. Yeah. The uh, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. That's you know, it. Yeah. From the 1980s, you know, and we I definitely want to throw it out there because I know when you watch, it you're going to be like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> it's not like it's not supposed to be meant like a documentary. Like, you know, it, it definitely has like fictionalized parts on there that have sure so it's like based on the true story (laughs) exactly it has stuff in there to spice it up and make it funny but you're pretty sure not all these things happen but there's probably, you know it's probably inspired by you know but do do, do they have a bunch of chicks blading oh dude (laughs) i mean what's really funny about it is like you know it kind of starts off like i mean they're mostly just women that have never even really even watched wrestling but they're like actresses so they got to kind of learn how to wrestle, you know, so it has a lot of that like wrestling school mentality or at least like stories you've told me and documentaries I have seen, sure. but you know honestly like what I think it does really well is it kind of just shows a lot of the back, like the darker side of the backstage of the wrestling sure. that you know maybe not happened in GLOW you know, because mm-hmm. I know some of the women that were like a part of the original Federation like watched it and they were kind of a little like offended yeah. by some of the things that they were doing, but it's just the fact like they're not just doing i mean the show is based on them but yeah it's like,
1: yeah but they're taking all the stories from different backstage things and like mixing it in there just to kind of give a backstage look to what wrestling's really like but i could understand them being like we can do it under the moniker of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling <laughs> because if they start saying this was how the wcw or the wwe was or something like they're gonna get the fuck suit out of them so.
0: exactly i mean there's a lot of stuff that dives into like the drug abuse yeah. um, definitely the sexism In Mm. wrestling, which we know even from the WWE. They've you know initiated the drug policy, yeah. You know where they test them like every couple months. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we know with the sexist stuff. You know with the with the women wrestling now. Th- mm-hmm. That's much more. It's not so. Remember they called them divas. Yeah. And they were doing like bra and panties, man. You know it was very yeah, objectifying. Yeah. You know in that mm-hmm. sense. I mean I'm not trying to. Oh, you know. I yeah, I no, I, they, I, the, I like those. The, yeah, they're the
1: good old <laughs> days, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that like it, it really pinpoints those things without being too overbearing. It's, it's yeah. funny, but one of the things I think it. Really 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 knocks out of the park is like some of like the racial things in wrestling, like not just the, you know, the color of somebody's skin, but just the, um, the fictionalizations of certain characters. Oh, like know? the iron chic or something. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, he was like some guy, he was a Canadian and he just pulled all on his, <laughs> yeah. I, I know like the original chic, like him and Sabu we were from like, you know, uh, Michigan. Yeah. You know, so they were from Bombay, <laughs> you know, and it was like, but yeah, so it just, it hits on a lot of those things that I think isn't just about glow, but it's mm-hmm. about like the wrestling the world industry. Well. Yeah. And I know Chavo Guerrero trained the women, you oh, know, okay. for wrestling. We know he's been around forever. You know, sure. uh, Eddie Guerrero's uh, nephew, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... And um, uh, Kurt Angle's already given it like a very star-studded review. Saying, really? Like, this is very good. Like, you well, know, yeah. and, like I said, unfortunately, the, the, some of the ladies that were actually part of the Federation, we said, aren't, aren't as happy with it. But also, I think they are a little bitter that, like, yeah. people didn't come talk to them. Yeah. And someone's, like, projecting onto them yeah, what they're saying. Yeah, but was. again,
1: too, it's, that sounds a lot like Mr. T having beef with the new 18 movie exactly. that he's like you kind of made it too real and cool and you didn't really tell my story
0: exactly and you're like all right dude well maybe this whole show wasn't about you <laughs> it still has to be entertaining and have people you know yeah like, exactly really it. you know? but I think I've taken up too much time talking about Castlevania and Glow, but yeah, definitely if you guys have a Netflix subscription, check out those two shows. They're really cool. They're, same thing, Glow's only like 35 minutes per episode, awesome. so it's not like you have to, you know, you could binge watch it literally in a weekend. Sure, you know, It's 10 sure. episodes, you know, so yeah, but- good stuff.
1: If you want to get a little quick dose of entertainment in, the best way to do it is hitting up the news. And guess what, all you beautiful people? We've got some news coming at you right
2: now. Podunk News.
1: It's perfect because first up, Talking about the
0: WWE SmackDown. Oh, yeah, man. One of our favorite artists that we've played many times here on the Power Hour, Mega Ran, actually recently joined the New Day in a uh, big skit that they actually had a rap battle between the New Day and the Usos on SmackDown. So, who better to have, you know, than have (laughs) Mega Ran there to back up? He backed up the New Day because, of course, he's very good friends with uh, Xavier Woods. Sure, sure. So, he came out and he rocked a. uh, uh, like an impromptu battle rap there. Well, he actually the the uh, uh, Usos and the New Day like did the rapping, but okay. let's be honest, we probably know who was in the yeah, stage. Like, <laughs> he probably coaching wrote it, you know? <laughs> them on you know. But yeah, it was just great to see Mega Ran on TV. Absolutely, uh, the nerd core world like blew up because mm-hmm. they're like, oh shit, look at Mega Ran! You know, like they were just. Good. <laughs> but it was good because I mean I know he's a huge wrestling fan. I mean we've played some of his like wrestler theme music like yeah. songs that he's done before so I mean, i'm mean, i sure for him it was like a, a childhood dream come true so. oh
1: absolutely man especially to be out there on the wwe and on smackdown i mean it can't be beat plus you're there with your friends so you exactly
0: know. <laughs> and who doesn't want to be friends with xavier woods <laughs> but hey uh, yeah who doesn't want to be friends with xavier's wood <laughs> oh man You know, aside from Mega Ram being on SmackDown, there's some other really wild nerd news going on right now.
1: Oh, absolutely, man. And you want to talk about women getting this incredible push that they've been getting with headlining feature films. Oh, yeah. Netflix documentaries all Mm -hmm. based about their associations. Mm -hmm. And guess
0: what? What's next?
1: Lucky number 13. (sighs) Doctor Who is coming
0: out with its very first female doctor. Wow. Well, that's, the, I mean, for a show that's been on for what, like 50 years for oh, yeah. it to be the first time, <laughs> man, like yeah, that, that's, that's pretty wild, man. I mean, I, I think that's interesting. I, I, you watch that show a lot more than I have. So mm-hmm. what's your take on, I mean, can the doctor actually be a female? Yeah. Well,
1: actually every time he dies, he just gets
0: reembodied
1: into a new person, okay. so he doesn't really die-die because he's, you know, one of those uh, Time Master people or whatever. It's been a long time since I've seen the show, so forgive me if my terminology is a little off.
0: So he's almost like a spirit, kind of? Almost. I mean, I know like, the Time Masters are their own entities, but... I
1: yeah, mean... it's just kind of their alien thing. If he's right. not really, like, killed, killed, destroyed, vaporized beyond death, his body will re- reheal itself, but when it does, it, like, takes on a new form, gotcha. you know? But what's interesting is not only his physical appearance is different, but his personality... Traits will be different, you know, because maybe the person he is now is uh, like a real hard-charging, kick-ass person. And then when he dies and comes back, this guy may be sarcastic and funny, but kind of a coward.
0: Okay, you know? okay. Well, you know, it's funny. So does he retain like his
1: memories from the other? He does. He remembers everything, although his personality traits are different, and sometimes the way he feels about things are different. Like he may oh. not like a certain type of food anymore. Really. You know, but a couple things that always seem constant is is he always seemed like he was in love with Rose. Oh, you know? okay. so I'm anxious okay. to see how that plays out, and I got to tell you, if they have this like primo Jodie Whittaker who's playing the thirteenth Doctor here, this gorgeous woman, sure, uh, if yeah. she's gonna make out with Rose, I'm all over this show. <laughs> <laughs> and Let's I'll, go get my viewership back up, I was and say, a couple other things up.
0: If, like once a month, is there gonna be that one episode where she's like really like pissed?
1: <laughs> <laughs> she just destroys part of time because she doesn't care. She's like. Meh.
0: And she's like i need a nap
1: oh man you're just <laughs> looking to get girls pissed at us this week <laughs> make hey. sure to call the show or at the power hour love at gmail.com hit us up on the toll-free love line 1-844-944-LOVE and tell us how chauvinistic we're being well no, i'm just we're saying. supporting it we love it the oh. chick's great she's gorgeous dude she's like my age she's like six months older than me they are younger than me and i'm just like oh my gosh dude
0: she's banging Well, I'm just saying that, you know, if they need any like new uh, hooks, you know, definitely they could explore that being that's the first time. But yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if they need her to
1: have a boyfriend, you know, they can call me up. That's fine.
0: So, what else do we got going on, El Bandito?
1: Oh, well, also in some super awesome nerd news in this nerd action packed podunk segment, last Tuesday. Stan Lee finally got inaugurated by getting his handprints and his signature in front of Gramman's
0: Chinese Theater. Man, that is just awesome. You know, I actually caught this on Facebook. Yeah. Kevin Smith, you know, was filming it through, using the Facebook Live. Yeah, yeah. And he was you know, putting in his usual commentary, which, you know, he's a super fan of Stan Lee. So he sure. wasn't being disrespectful in any, you know, regard. Mm-hmm. But right next to him was, um, Todd McFarlane, oh, really? who was also videoing, but yeah. he wasn't really saying anything. Okay, <laughs> and I mean, I don't, I, I don't know the full story of you know, cause, you know, back in the '90s, McFarlane left yeah. Marvel and went off and started Image Comics. Mm-hmm. Well. I doubt at that time even Stan was even still in the right, office right. at the time. But I'm just saying it was just, you know, he's a legend. I mean, even oh, yeah. if, even if like, you didn't like him as your boss or something like yeah. you got to give him that, that I mean, this guy definitely deserves it. And I mean, hey, he's not getting any younger. So they actually mm-hmm. said this might be Stan Lee's final San Diego Comic-Con just because he can't travel as much anymore.
1: Well, speaking of the San Diego Comic-Con, we have got tons of news and information on the other side of the break about Stanley appearing at the San Diego Comic-Con and all sorts of other exciting news. But speaking of Todd McFarlane, one of Canada's own, we figure we'll jump into our next musical break with some more Canadian love. Here's Word Burglar with Xbox All for One.
0: Happy birthday, Canada! To celebrate 150 years of our home and native land, we got the one and only Word Burglar to rhyme off 150 of our favorite games.
5: Xbox All for One. What's up, Marissa? Thanks for hooking this up. Let's see if we can do this. Yo, you asking me to narrow every last Xbox masterpiece to 150? Happily. Start with Assassin's Creed first and second. Then take it to the battlefields, 1 and 4, Bomberman Live, you know I have to kneel at Batman, Arkham Knight, and Return to Arkham, Bioshock Infinite, yo, it's hard to knock them burn out paradise, and 3, with the takedown mode, breed on live arcade, yo, that's a great download, so break down, yo, avoid your plans, if you wanna crack the vault in both borderlands, brothers in arms, rewards the fans, with more there, Call of Duty 4, or Infinite Warfare, condemn criminal origins, a hack and slasher, side scroll bashing with the Castle Crashers, Laughing at Disaster with a squirrel named Conquer. Open World Crackdown, a lot to conquer Yeah, like Catan, you'll need longer than a minute So settle in with some Chronicles of Riddick Crimson Skies all about flying tight Got the dirt on Doom and Destiny is a dying light Dead or alive or dead rising, right? Diablo 3, Dark Souls with bad guys to fight Deus Ex, Invisible War, what you wanna do? Play Dishonored 1, then Dishonored 2 Elder Scrolls, Oblivion, and Morrowind Full Spectrum Warrior, all you friends of borrowing Forza's 2-3 Fight Night, Round 3 and 4, Final Fantasy 11, first cross-platform MMO RPG 2 3 Far Cry, up all night, playing Fallout isn't hard, guy. Yeah. Lost in the Woods with Firewatch, or Fable 2 Hope you're able to, get every Gears of War and play it through, do a Ghost Recon, with Gun off the grid, pull a Grand Theft Auto, everyone did get the point, like Geometry Wars retro Combat Evolved to Halo Wars, I can't let go, Hitman, Silent Assassin and Blood Money, Inside Terrified, hectic, puzzled me, Justice League injustice, Jet Set, Radio Future, Lost Planet, a crazy dope shooter, hit the links 04, then check your head, cause life is strange when you're left for dead, in Max pain. From Mortal Kombat, Armageddon, Metal Gear to Mech Assault, all about armored weapons, Mirror's Edge, get running, Madden 09, MVP 05, Blue Jays, every time, Minecraft will have you building from day to night. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, I use Moon Knight, you right? Cash your checks on Mass Effect. Kick back when Ninja got in black and catch some wreck. In need for speed, most wanted, watch the trash cans. NHL 09, great for the Habs fans. NBA 2K16 with Cleveland. Overcooked, underrated, OTG, Myth of Demons. Odd World, Strangers, Wrath, ignored a lot. So compile them like Overwatch Watch and the Orange Box. Project Gotham, Racing 3s, Amazing Seed Plants vs. Zombies, don't want either chasing me. I'll be praying, keep moving with Psychonauts, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, still piping hot. Rock with Rock Band 2 and Rocket League, Return to Castle Wolfenstein, was made properly. Rainbow Six, Vegas and 3, excellent sequels, Chris Redfield, Fifth and Six, Resident Evil, seen it? Skate, Saints Row, up to Silent Hill, SSX 3 takes acquired skills like Street Fighter 4. Unlocking Seth, Soul Calibur 4 with Darth Vader. Yes, Lego Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, Jedi Outcast. With the Force, you know I love it. So listen well. After beating every Splinter Cell, Tales of Vesperia, I'll have you whipping different spells. True Crime, Streets of L.A., you're a cop. Tomb Raider Legend, I love Lara Croft. Tiger Woods 08, Top Spin. Titanfall 1 and 2, get props from me Thief, Deadly Shadows, you'll be going to your funeral If you forget 13, spelled with Roman numerals Unreal Championship 2, and undertow Who thought of Viva Piñata? I wanna know You watch dogs, watching everywhere you go WWE, Smackdown 09, Jericho Get the picture, which, which is sicker to me? It's tricky, but gotta pick the Wild Hunt Witcher 3, ha! We're burglar, y'all with me? Cause this is Xbox, all for 150 you get me? We did it. Bring on the next 150. Peace. And that
0: was Word Burglar with Xbox All for One. Oh,
1: man, that was an awesome track. Leave it to Word Burglar to just absolutely crush 150 Xbox games And what was that, four
0: minutes? <laughs> you know it, man. I mean, I guess they know over at Microsoft who they need to call. You yeah. know when they need the when they need some words burgled. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: I know. When I'm looking to burgle, I'm gonna call that Marissa chick. Oh my
0: god, <laughs> she was gorgeous. <laughs> but you know, it was also that it was uh, Canada's hundred. Uh, 100th- and 50th birthday, uh, uh, you know, that was kind of like the whole 150 thing as well.
1: Really? So Canada's celebrating its 150th birthday? Yeah. I would have
0: thought they were around longer than that, but that's okay. I thought so, too. But once <laughs> again, they, you know, had to bring out the, uh, the... The rhythmic rogue. There you go. There you go. I think he, he, we got to tell Bergie about that one. <laughs> I think he'll dig it. Well, I'm sure he listens to the show every week, so oh, I'm sure he'll yeah, catch it. Definitely. <laughs>
1: well, but yeah, he's up there, I'm sure, celebrating with some with croc masseur up oh, there. Oh, yeah,
0: croc <laughs> <laughs> Up in Halifax What was that Donair's uh, Remember Little yeah. sauce or whatever. Yeah you know, Oh we, my god Alright don't even get me Started on that Amazing Canadian food
1: <laughs> It's bad enough Being jealous of all Their amazing Canadian women don't, don't start telling me That they
0: eat Fucking gravy On french fries too I'm like holy oh, shit man. Sounds like the best Country in the world <laughs> You know we'll definitely Play the track On a future episode But also Word really Just put out a new Music video for his Narc High Score Oh yeah song. You know so yeah That definitely hit You know we'll be sure To share that on Facebook and all over the place. So definitely, yeah, check out Word Burglar. You know, his, his albums are available on iTunes and uh, Bandcamp and all those great places. So yeah, absolutely. Much love to the Word Burglar.
1: Absolutely, Bergy. We got your back right here, man. But I'll tell you what, if you're not north of the wall up there in Canada in the frozen <laughs> wasteland and you happen to be down in the beautiful California a right here in the United States of America.
0: Oh yeah, we got something big going on this weekend. We've got the... San Diego Comic Con. Oh man, definitely, you know, quoted to be one of the biggest Comic Cons in the whole world. You know, yeah, not, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if this was the
1: biggest. Yeah. You know, I mean, with all the movie stars and A-listers just around the corner that happen to show up for this. I mean, all the Marvel guys that show up and everything oh, like yeah. that. I mean, it is huge and. You want to talk about something huge and iconic happening. It looks like Megaran wasn't satisfied invading just the WWE, he's also invading the San Diego Comic-Con.
0: Oh man, definitely, you know, and the San Diego Comic-Con being so close to Phoenix, Arizona being Megaran's home, you know, he definitely has hit it quite a few times. This is actually going to be his 10th anniversary being out there Woo. to rock the house. So, it's awesome, you, man. If you guys are attending, be sure to check out Mega Rand's performance. He will not let you down. <laughs> he might even bring Xavier Woods. <laughs> I don't know if Paige will be there, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. But, uh, oh, man, you know, this next piece of news about San Diego Comic-Con, I was pretty excited about. Uh, a local club is actually going to close down for the night and get refashioned as the Dixie Pig Barbecue to uh, help promote the Dark Tower movie that comes out next month.
1: Oh, that's awesome, man. I have to say, I don't think they need any help promoting that movie because anyone I've showed that trailer to is like, yeah,
0: that looks fucking awesome. <laughs> that's great. Even today, I was at the gym, and like the guy that's always in there. It's like you know, mm-hmm. the guy's just like, I work out like twenty four hours a day. <laughs> I work yeah. out. He was like, Yeah, my kids want me to go see that Black Tower movie, and I'm like, The Dark Tower. And he's like, Yeah, whatever. You know, one we gotta shoot shit. <laughs> you know, And I was like, Hey, that's hey, as long as it gets asses in the seats, right? <laughs> well, I know in the in the books, the Dixie Pig was actually one of the main layers of uh, Randall Flagg, the main bad guy. Gotcha. In, in the well, he's definitely gonna be Matthew. McConaughey's character in the Mm -hmm. movie so I mean I have a feeling that you know people are going to be there going oh hail the Crimson King you know (laughs) remember like how we went to like the Arkham Knights thing where it was like all the yeah the themed one
1: here at Megacon yeah Yeah.
0: so I can imagine that this is going to but it's also a barbecue almost like the time we did the the Legend of Zelda barbecue at Orlando (laughs) Nerdfest who knows maybe what's his name will be there too the guy from Final Fantasy
1: (laughs) (laughs) you never know man I can tell you what though it kind of seems to me like it's following in the footsteps of Bethesda out there at e3 making the themed restaurants that they had for both doom and uh i think fallout did they do a fallout one i know they at
0: least had drinks like you get different beverages like Coca cola and stuff like that so so.
1: it's just super cool man it's nice to see that sort of theme park mentality spreading out throughout the rest of just common industry because that's just a fun thing it's a fun niche way of getting butts in the seat like you said absolutely but you know the San Diego Comic Con isn't going to stop with just that. They've also got, of course, amazing collectibles that are going to be one of a kind featured at this event, like they always do. It looks like they're going to have a sculptured model of the Batcave from Batman '66. You know the original Adam West oh, Batman yeah. show. Yeah,
0: this model is going to run you about eight hundred dollars. And I know that sounds like a lot L Bandy too, but I've seen this thing in video and stuff. Yeah. It not only is like the inside of the back cave, but like on the other side of it, there's like the mountain that they came driving out of that had like the little sign that that was like yeah. road closed. Yeah. Or yeah. It, like, so mean, it's it, very
1: intricate and detailed. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, for eight hundred bucks, I'm sure it
1: was either like Handmade out of paper mache and Adam West <laughs> signed it, or it was a really, really great sculpture. So oh, yeah. it is in fact a really, really great sculpture. But unfortunately, I don't think Batman sixty six had a T-Rex or a Penny in the back gate. <laughs> unfortunately
0: not. Maybe that will be next year. You know, I see a lot there of stuff go. being made in tribute to, of course, Adam <laughs> West passing away earlier this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm I, I saw that and I was like, wow. Of course. I don't have like an extra eight hundred bucks to spend on one. <laughs> Who knows how many And you're not have. at the San Diego yeah. Comic
1: Con. So these oh, are like yeah. exclusives out there.
0: Absolutely. Who but, knows how many they have? You yeah. Know? <laughs>
1: and we'll, we'll but we'll try to track down a pick and at least throw it on our Instagram oh, yeah. account. You can always check us out there, hit us up on Facebook, you know. But also they've got a couple of those limited edition Funko Pops coming out. I know a lot of people Super are crazy hot. fans yeah. about those. Yeah. And uh, these look like they're only 1,500 and 1,000 uh, units respectively of each. The first being The Tick.
0: Yeah, he's got a new show coming out. You know, I think it's on Amazon. Yep, yeah, Amazon Prime is making it, yeah. But yeah, the one thing I heard about The Tick uh, Funko is it Mm -hmm. actually glows in the dark. Oh, that's
1: awesome, man. Yeah, (laughs) I'm a super huge fan of The Tick. I think Ben Edlund is like a genius you know, he does a, a little bit of writing for the TV show Supernatural. Oh, I didn't realize and, uh, Yeah, pretty much anytime they do like a fun, wacky episode. That's him? Uh, yeah, that's him writing that. You know, one of my favorites, of course, is the um, the one where they find the lucky rabbit's foot in season three that Lauren Cohan first appeared in. Oh, okay. So, you know, she has a special place in my heart having met her at Megacon a few years ago and her being absolutely super kind and me and her joking about the fifth element of Super oh, Great. Oh, man so spoon. good memories absolutely man <laughs> not in the face always, that, that'd be my battle cry but uh yeah the other uh being mr toad for mr toad's wild ride will also get his own funko pop in a uh, 1000 count made for the the comic-con
0: and those are going to sell out probably in like three minutes
1: yeah, yeah and then be on ebay ten minutes later for oh, eight hundred
0: dollars absolutely i mean anytime you talk disney on things usually those things like are they sell like hot cakes yeah. and yeah it become super collectible. This one definitely holds a special place in my heart. I'm a huge fan of uh, the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Sure, I always watch it with my family every uh every Halloween. Yeah, you know. At, so yeah, Mr. Toad's always like yeah. I, I love the ride. Of course, yeah, so yeah. Mad they took it out of the Magic well, Kingdom.
1: See, for... that makes me laugh because not only do I not remember that ride, I mean I'm sure I went on when I was a kid, but sure. I, 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 I couldn't tell you the first thing about it. I don't remember ever seeing that movie either.
0: So. Well. It's funny that you're such a fan and I'm like completely oblivious to whatever it is. Well, let me tell you what, El Bandito. It was the only ride in uh, Disney World that you go to hell. So yeah, okay. So that was that definitely made I it. I think I do easy.
1: remember that when I was a kid now, being horrified, <laughs> being like, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> but that's also the one I've always heard people are like, Oh man, you take a good
0: acid tab and jump oh, on for, there. Yeah, it. Like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's a real wild ride then. But like you said, those are those are our definite picks for like our favorite collectibles. There's a lot of other ones. Like said, a bunch of other Funkos, lots of stuff with Lego, you know, going out mm-hmm. there, Five Nights at Freddy's, all that stuff is definitely gonna hit out there. But yeah, those are our favorites. But we I know we I know we were gonna talk about some of these upcoming panels at san diego comic-con
1: oh definitely man i think the one that's really got me stoked is that they're celebrating the 25th anniversary of batman the animated series oh so good. i mean legendary oh. i mean most people remember the 89 movies everyone remembers batman 66 you know sure. but when you really want to talk about the quintessential batman the batman that seems that everybody kind of remembers and the more and more we're coming out with the Batman Begins and the Batman versus yeah. Superman and all these different iterations of Batman the more I keep hearing one thing which is that Batman never uses guns refuses to use guns and would never use guns and all the origin stories of these villains that he has being so eclectic and iconic and when they get changed in the canon of these new movies people kind of yeah they don't like that they yeah. rage against it a little bit well guess what both of those things are pretty much diehard staples of the Batman animated series oh
0: yeah I mean it's top unt- Touchable. Yeah. It's so good. I mean... People yeah. need that. That needs to be like a rite of passage. Like you know, if your kid's a Batman <laughs> fan, like when he's old enough, you know, because it it was dark. I mean, it was. Yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, it's it was still made as a kid show, but you yeah. know what I yeah. mean. Like
1: it was a Saturday morning show, no yeah. blood or anything, yeah. except for the very first episode, the pilot. That's true. They showed Batman bleed, and they were like, "Never do that again." <laughs> but uh, yeah, what's interesting is all of those things I mentioned. You know, in the original comics in the '40s and stuff, Batman would use a gun on occasion. Yes. And they did kind of get rid of that and write that into sort of the canon on the comics themselves. But it was really hammered home, not only in the Batman animated series, but in its spin-off, spinoff, uh, Batman Beyond, where they oh, yeah. really kind of addressed the whole Bruce Wayne would never use guns thing. And he hung up being Batman the day he had to pick one up, exactly. you know, um, but the, also the origin stories of the villains, I always thought was an interesting kind of caveat that the batman animated series holds in the fact that when they were writing the show they realized these characters didn't have origin stories you know writing comics in the in the 40s they were just like and this guy shows up and this is his gimmick and then they didn't worry about an origin story it was like pro wrestling yeah absolutely so (laughs) you know like the riddler mr freeze a lot of these guys they get their origin stories from the show Um, and again, I'm, I'm sure some of them have some similar things out of the comics, but yeah, a majority of the characters all got their origin stories from that show. And they're kind of the ones that kind of made it into canon, um, from the show, but also of course, you know, like this, you know, third most iconic thing about Batman. You want to talk about Batman? You want to talk about the Joker? No one's going number three for Robin. No yeah. one's going number three for Alfred anymore. Those days are long past. Miss Harley Quinn is the number three name coming out of everyone's mouth when you're talking about Batman. You and of course, yep. you know, uh, Paul Dini writing the original character, creating it. You know, having it drawn by Bruce Timm. Yep. You know, being the two creators of Harley Quinn in the animated series, kind of coming up with her. In the show, simply for the purpose of the first episode they did with the Joker, they realized no one was laughing at his jokes. They thought it made it too dark and weird for a kid's show, so they literally wanted someone there to laugh
3: (laughs) at his
0: jokes. And that's so wild. I remember watching that episode and being like, I don't remember this character, but she was so (laughs) cool and so funny. And I remember at one part she's like, I need to go back to like med school or something <laughs> like that. Like, uh, yeah, it, it was it was just really good. But like you said, like I know specifically Mister Freeze's anim- uh, origin mm-hmm. is like you know they that's been adapted to the comics. Sure, you know that's that's canon now. So yeah, you're right, man. This show holds so much. I mean, it's so yeah. great. If you yeah. guys have never seen it do yourself a favor and go out and see it is the yeah. quintessential Batman.
1: Exactly. Show. That's what I was just thinking was it's the quintessential Batman story, you know, and include mask of the phantasm because yes. that's brilliant. Don't worry about watching sub zero. That's fine. And guess <laughs> but what? watch, watch mask of the phantasm.
0: I got a special surprise for you. What's going on. They're actually remastering mask of the phantasm. Oh. It's going to be released later this year. For, awesome. Yeah, so, Yeah, yeah. everyone keep their eyes out for that. Well, but all of you podcast fans out there,
1: um, the panel that's going out for the 25th anniversary of the Batman series will actually feature the voice of Batman himself for the last 20-some-odd years, Kevin Conroy, the man, the myth, the legend. He does the voices for all of the arkham video game series and for the majority of the uh dc universe uh uh animated films so good um, just <laughs> amazing i mean i remember they said they that he came in and they cast him because uh his batman didn't sound mean he didn't sound angry or like he was yelling he just sounded like dark that's you awesome. know and he sounded like he was serious and they said but at the same time when he was bruce wayne there was such a noticeable difference that they almost thought it was two different people doing the lines that's you know? so cool um so yeah you know you're a fan of podcasts you're listening here sure so make
0: sure to check it out and we'll be sure to share that too once it hits the airwaves and they do say that a special guest is supposed to show up so Ooh. who knows maybe mr hamill <laughs> might find some time in his busy you know star wars schedule to get on over there <laughs> and uh, join up with his buddy kevin conroy so well,
1: you never know man but just real quick I know we're getting a little short on time I'm going to run through this other list of panels let's hear it it looks like Rocco's modern life is going to return they're going to do a panel yep. about that we've got a reunion for Battlestar Galactica Ooh. what an epic freaking show hopefully Edward James almost will be there that'll be fantastic Young Justice is coming out with Outsider they're going to have a panel about that Stan Lee and friends of course will be there uh, Game of Thrones is going to have a big panel talking oh, about yeah. kind of the wrap-up of the season here Marvel's Defenders is going to get a nice Can't big wait. shout out the second season of Stranger Things
0: oh. Oh yeah,
1: uh, all the CW shows: oh, yeah, Supergirl, yeah. Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supernatural. Um, yeah, well, yeah, Supernatural, yeah. iZombie zombies actually a CW oh, there show, you go. Yeah. and uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to be talking about. I think Black Lightning, yes, uh, is yeah. going to be
0: their their newest show coming out, and soon. supposedly that's going to be separate from the, um, the the Flashverse. Yeah, the Flashverse. Yeah, I, I guess I guess we should call it the
1: Arrowverse. It is. <laughs> I think technically it's,
0: it is called the Arrowverse, yeah. but yes, they I guess they want to kind of distance themselves from gotcha. it a little bit. Just yeah, I get it. It's getting so. It's getting kind of full.
1: (laughs) Uh, Hey, that's okay, man. That's the way these comics have been for 80 years. But last but not least, it looks like uh, Marvel is kicking off some new animated series, uh, jumping off here with a new Spider-Man animated series, which I'm pretty excited to see what they've got cooking. But, uh, you know, with all these heroes around, I think all of us would agree that when you're in trouble, all you ever really want is a Superman. So we've got the former fat boys with She Needs a Superman.
2: a batman she needs a spider-man i'm just a former fat man
0: and that was former fat boys with she needs a superman oh
1: man I- i'd like
0: to be her superman that chick sounded a banging that he was describing right there oh you know it man she's gotta have an or if you're gonna get with her you have to have an s on your chest that's <laughs> what he said
1: <laughs> i like the part when he said that uh she makes all the The porn stars look like chicks
0: with no tits. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, if you guys haven't heard of the former Fat Boys, definitely get out there. Check them out on Bandcamp, iTunes. All their stuff is out there. It's great stuff. I mean, it goes all over the nerdy spectrum. Oh, yeah. I mean, right there you got comics. I know they have a song with, like, star... uh, science fiction, mm-hmm. you know, called Abduct Me. That's another great one. Uh, <laughs> I
1: think one of my favorites is the Power Rangers one. Oh, that was so good. The, the two good. girl Power Rangers, they have her like smoking hot. You're like, oh my God.
0: Oh, man. absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, man, that what a, what a phenomenal video. Yeah, Plus, yeah. It has
1: another one of our
0: favorite people out there too.
1: Oh, absolutely! They have a special guest appearance by Bulk and Scully on the <laughs> yeah, oh, they... Mighty Morphin Power Rangers video, uh, played by Chozo and Limbo, Funky yep, Forty Nine. Yeah, yep.
0: <laughs> uh, dude, what, what, what I what mean, when you saw it too, you were like, "That is so perfect!" Like, where yeah. why weren't they contacted about the remake? You know? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. They should have been in there. But <laughs> um, so i don't actually. I don't They're know. like the yeah. spin- image oh they were great i'm
1: sure the remake doesn't have a bulk and skull in it that remake looks freaking trash yeah i don't know i know it didn't do so well so yeah (laughs) it just doesn't look like it's a place that i want to be but i can tell you what if you're looking for a place that you will want to be we're going to let you know right now in our events section
0: well hey man i know we've been talking about it for a few weeks but on july 21st we have texas chainsaw massacre two morbid movies is added again not the movies of lake worth it's ten bucks at the door. Show starts at 9 30. I mean, hey, you know, you're definitely gonna see a lot more than just one kill with a chainsaw in this one. <laughs> no doubt, man. But man, you know, if that wasn't enough for you, the following weekend, July 28th, we've got Galactic Empire and the Danger Kids going down at the Kelsey Theater in Lake Park. That's gonna run you about 20 bucks, and the show kicks off at 7 PM absolutely man and that's why everyone's going to dress up like Star Wars guys right oh you know it man I think the lead singer is Darth Vader and he's got stormtroopers and those what were those the, like the red guys were like the, his his royal guard right or yeah they, like, some his, shit like that I yeah. don't know I'm not that much of a nerd well I'm just saying like all those you know they're definitely uh, empire guys I don't know maybe yeah. at the end maybe they actually imagine at the end if they had like a guy come out dressed like Luke Skywalker and they have like a battle and, and he just kills everyone yeah. on stage <laughs> Yeah, I, I think they should use that you know
1: <laughs> but as we wrap up of July. We're going to have to start looking ahead into the month of August. And August 5th is a Saturday, and it's going to be an extra special Saturday because it's free movie day up at the Lyric Theater in Stewart, where they're going to be featuring the classic rear window.
0: It's absolutely free. Starts at 3 p.m. Get down there. Check it out. Oh, man. And if that wasn't enough Alfred Hitchcock, you know, classic thriller for you, following that up that same Saturday, another free movie is going to be the showing of the birds, and that kicks off at 7 p.m.
1: Wow, so the Lyric Theater is really doing it up with some Alfred Hitchcock action there, man. It's going to be a frightful little weekend if you want to check out that Saturday.
0: Oh man, that sounds like something you know. Like I said, it's free. I know they do sell yeah. concessions and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So you get a little popcorn, something to drink. So definitely bring a couple bucks. But yeah, the admission is free. I do know they say to go up to the Lyric box office and reserve your tickets. You know, like they, yeah, yeah, definitely
1: because it might fill up and then you exactly. you can't get in there to see it because it is only one theater. Yes, you know, but it's the Lyric mm-hmm. Theater, so it's kind of like a stage thing. So they they seat more than a normal theater, yeah. but it's still limited. So get down there, get your
0: reservations, and check it out. Well, I know El Bandito. I've been down there and I've seen Psycho and The Shining at the Lyric. It's a really cool experience. I got the big screen. Uh, I'm pretty sure some, you know, they're projecting on there, man. And it's just like it's kinda cool because you know, you got a mix of different people in there, you mm-hmm. know, it's like you know, older folks and I do remember one funny story, like a, a lady brought in like her like seven and eight-year-olds to come see the shining. And <laughs> nice. there's that one scene where there's like the full frontal, like the lady coming out of the tub <laughs> yeah. and that like, he's, like trying to shoo the kids out of the theater. <laughs> Jeez. And it's like we well, should have known the movie's still rated R. You yeah, know? what are you thinking, man? <laughs> it might be free, but she- she's yeah. like,
1: "I wanted to see Jack Nicholson.
0: I know no. she definitely definitely <laughs> saw that scary old lady. that that scene is iconic right there. <laughs> Still sends chills up my spine.
1: Absolutely, man. It's a it's it's a pretty creepy movie, but uh, but it's a classic. Just like the two movies coming up Saturday, August fifth. So make sure to check them out. And you know what? I think it's about time that we check out.
0: Oh, definitely, El Bandito. It's been really cool being back in the seat this week, and man, I just can't wait for next week, man. It's hey, we got more Game of Thrones coming, and just all kinds of good stuff. Absolutely, so we'll let all you beautiful people know what's going on at the
1: San Diego Comic Con and what the wrap-up is like next week right here, Thursday night, 10 p.m. only on Podunk Radio. Yeah! I don't
0: understand. Things were
2: going
5: so great, but... What happened? Something must have happened.
3: It's not you. It's me. Uh... Listen... I was thinking
1: we should break up or whatever.
3: I am breaking up with you! (laughs) Consider
4: that a divorce.